1: Plus. Recorded live. There is power power, power wonder, in work is in power, power in the blood, in the blood of, the land. of the land. There is power power. power work in power in the precious, precious blood of the land. There is power, power, wondrous work in power in the blood of the land. There is power, working power, in
2: the precious of the land. Amen, amen. Bless you, children of God. We do greet each one of you in the precious name of Jesus Christ. There is power, power, wondrous working power. And the precious blood of the Lamb. We do give God all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise today. We praise God for each of you. We pray that the Lord is blessing you very well wherever this broadcast is finding you. God has counted us worthy one more time to worship Him in spirit And in truth, we thank God for this another day. This day wasn't promised to us. But God graciously allowed us to see it. There's some that went on to eternity last night. But God uh, brought us through. So we thank God. And we praise God for each of you. Uh, We pray that God has something special in store for us today. If this is a day, or since this is a day, the Lord has allowed you and me to see. The Lord means and intends for you and me to worship in it. He intends for us to worship. We were created to worship. Anytime anything is hindering your worship or trying to Uh, disturb your worship or keep you from worshiping the true and living God, you need to understand that is the adversary trying to work in your life. Children of God, we're going to take a look at uh, the book of Judges chapter 6 with a very special focus on verse 13. Judges chapter 6 with a very special focus on verse 13. From the New International Version, our
0: scripture reads,
2: Then Gideon said
0: to the angel, O oh, my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why
2: then has all this happened to us? And where are all his miracles? Which our fathers told us about saying, did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and given us into the hand of Midian. I want to get verse 14. We're going to have to look at it today. Then the Lord looked at him and said, go in the strength you have and deliver Israel from the hand of Midian. Have I not sent you? Praise the living God. We're going to work from a theme This morning, children of God, why has all this happened? Why has all this happened? Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, this is the day, Lord, that you have made. We shall rejoice. And be glad in it. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for doing for us what no man could do. You still woke us up today. You still have put food on our tables and clothes on our backs. You've still given us the activity of our limbs. We give you glory, Father. We give you honor. We give you praise, Father. Forgive us of our sins, our weakness, our doubt, our unbelief. Forgive us, Father, for not trusting at times that all things work together for our good. Those of us who love the Lord and are called according to your purpose. Have mercy on your little children, Father. Even though sometimes we don't act like your little children. Have mercy on us. Father, as your people have gathered in this place of worship. They have not gathered to hear Robert Bryant. But they have gathered to hear you. In spite of me, Heavenly Father, I pray that you speak to your people. That they may be blessed, that they may be edified, that your name may be uplifted. Father, as you do these things for us, we will be very careful to give your name. All the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. These and all of the blessings we ask in the mighty and the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior our strength, and our Redeemer. Let
0: God's people say amen. Why has all this happened to us? As we look at the book of Judges, chapter 6, We find Israel right in the middle of their cycle of sin. Israel, God's chosen people, went through a
2: cycle, much like you think about a bicycle. Well, it's a sickle in that it has. It's a. It goes through cycles. You pedal one pedal up, and the other pedal. Come on, somebody! It's down, and as you bring the other pedal, that other pedal that was down up, the other pedal go down, and it's a cycle. It's a cycle. Well, Israel went through a cycle with God. They would do very well with the Lord for a while, but then they would. More God blessed them, the further they got away from God. Till finally they got to a place where God had to send some severe punishment or severe chastisement on them. Then they would cry out to God, and God would send a deliverer and begin the process of restoring and healing and bringing them back back to Himself. And they'd come on back and do all right for a while, and the cycle would repeat itself again. Well, here is the cycle that was taking place in Gideon's day. Now, here's the thing, children of God, and the Lord is dealing with me on this right now, because even though the nation of Israel went through this cycle of sin for hundreds of years, every time the nation went through it, there were individuals that didn't understand what was going on. It was something that was taking place over the span of hundreds of years. You even find Gideon asking, why has this happened to us? As if he is oblivious to the events that were taking place in his nation and with his people for hundreds of years. My brothers and my sisters. My prayer for you, for me, for us, is that we will not be oblivious to the cycles that have been taking place amongst our people, the cycles that have been taking place in our nation, the cycles that have been taking place in our families. This cycle was going on and had been going on with the Israelites for hundreds of years in Gideon. Is not perceiving, and many of the people of his time didn't understand what was going on, it was the same cycle repeating itself over and over. God says, Robert, explain this to my people. Satan has not changed his tactics. Come on, is anybody understanding today? Satan comes but for to
0: steal, kill and destroy, and lie about it. I want to put that in there, because he's a liar and the father
2: of all all lies. In other words, ever since Satan has been on the scene with humanity, that has been his M.O. or his modus operandi.
0: That's how he works. Steal, kill, and destroy, and then lie about it. So God, in essence, is saying to us, my brother and my sister, it's time to wake up. Time to wake up and see what is going on and understand
2: what's going on and break the cycle. My prayer for you under the sound of my voice. Every soul under the sound of my voice, is that any cycle that you have been experiencing that is not a cycle of God that it be broken in the name of Jesus. The cycle of poverty must break in the name of Jesus.
0: The cycle
2: of of uh, unbelief. The cycle of of uh, traditions of men the cycle the cycle any cycle that is not from god because god's got some cycles now i've shared with you all before every creature in creation has patterns even god says robert i have patterns god says i'm always gonna do what's right god says i'm not always gonna do what's popular I'm not always going to do what people think is right, but God says that He's always going to do what's right. God says, I'm always going to tell my people to do what's right. He didn't say He was always going to tell His people what others think is right or what looks like is right, but He's always
0: going to tell His people what is right. God's got patterns. God, the creator of the universe.
2: The preserver of light and life has got patterns, and if we understand his patterns, you can understand how he thinks, how he operates. If you ever wonder what is God thinking, not the Creator, because there's been times I've wondered, I've said, I'm like, look, oh God, Father, what you be thinking? I mean, you know everything that we be thinking, but what do you be thinking? He spoke to me clearly. He said, Robert, I think my word. And he said, Robert, I want you. Come on, somebody. Talk to me.
0: I want you to think my word. I encourage you, children of God. Think his word.
2: Blessed is the man who meditates on his law, both. Day and night. If you want to think like God, I I believe there's some saints in here that want to think like God. God bless you, Sister Angela, oh, watching from Jamaica. Amen. If you want to think like God, meditate on his word. Just meditate, meditate, meditate. Just keep going over his word, over and over in his word, over his word, uh, reciting his word, reciting one of my daughters contacted me a few years ago and it was the cutest thing. It was the cutest little thing. She was the one that really uh, got me involved in ministering on social media, ministering on YouTube, ministering on uh, TalkShoe, which is where we have a number of our listeners as well. But years ago, she had contacted me, and I shared a few things with her over the phone. I wasn't doing any social media, and she said, "Daddy, with what God has placed within you, the world needs to hear that." I said, "Well," she said, well, Daddy, this is what I want to do." She said, "Let me let me put you on social media." I said, "Well, daughter, you know I don't know a lot about that stuff." I said, "She said i I'll put it together. I'll put it together." She put everything out there, and You know, got us connected with uh, Apple iPod devices. So our show, talk, show uh, teaching, what used to be teaching the word. The Apple iPod people sent me a publication that our show teaching the word was being considered on this many millions of devices all over the world. I didn't think much of it because I didn't know much about it. But she was all excited. She said, Daddy, this is big. You're going to be on millions of devices all over the world. I'm like, all right, but there's no, you know, we thank God. We thank God. I didn't really know what was going on, but she listened to one of the broadcasts one day, and she contacted me. She said, Daddy, I want that gift that you have. I said, daughter, what gift is that? She said, Daddy, the gift of being able to remember scriptures." I said, daughter, that's no gift. We thank God for the ability, but there's no gift that I know of in the Bible, the gift of being able to remember Scripture. I said, that has just come through hard work. Same way you learned your address, or you learned your phone number, or you learned your bank account number, you just made yourself learn. That's the same way you have to do Scripture. So I want to encourage you, children of God. Sister Angela is joining us from Jamaica, I see Saints in from India, Pakistan, Ghana. Listen to me. Make yourself learn scripture. Just make yourself. It's not something that's gonna to come to you. It's not like a the gift of, of being able to recite scripture. It comes through hard work. Meditating on God's word involves hard mental ritual work I want to encourage you to do it in the mighty and the precious name of Jesus so
0: get in the rest of the Israelites in the midst of this cycle that has been going on for
2: decades hundreds of years but don't understand what is happening My prayer for you, and I see you being the one in your generation, the one in your family, the one in your nation that will break the cycle through obedience to the word of God. See, listen, listen, regardless of what cycle has been going on in your country, what cycle has been going on in your nation, in your family, in your through obedience to the word of God. You can break it in the name of Jesus. Yeah, my family may have been cursed with this right here. But Christ has come to take us out from under the curse. Listen to me, children of God. You want to know what breaks the curse, plain and simple? All the family curses and generational curses and all obedience to the word of God. God said break all them curses. Break all them curses. Obedience. So
0: I encourage you, children of God. Obey. Obedience is better than sacrifice.
2: Obedience. Why has all this happened? Well, disobedience. Gideon wanted to know, well, you know, a lot of things were going on in the nation
0: that were not good. But the first about five or six words of Judges chapter
2: six explains to us why. It's real simple, some real simple reason why certain things be going on. The first five or six words of Judges chapter six explained Gideon's question. And those first five or six words explain a lot of questions that a lot of us has. The, the Bible says the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. God said, that, that's it. That's that's why. That's why all of this is happening. That's why all of this suffering or all of this uh, impoverishment, all of this, the Israelites did evil. So you say, Apostle, what are you trying to let us know?
0: As we cut down on the evil, God says he'll cut down on the curses.
2: Somebody write that down. Somebody. Is anybody right? As we cut down on the evil. God said all this. What are you wondering? Why all this has has happened? Why all of this is going on in the nation? Why all of this is going? God says y'all did evil. Y'all did evil. The, the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. And the Bible says, and for seven years he gave them into the hands of the Midianites.
0: Because
2: the power of Midian was so oppressive, the Israelites prepared shelters for themselves in mountain clefts, caves, and strongholds. Whenever the Israelites planted their crops, Midianites and the Amalekites and other eastern people invaded the country. They camped on the land, ruined the crops all the way from Gaza and did not spare a living thing for the Israelites, neither sheep, cattle, or donkeys. So you see what's happening. God is the one that is
0: orchestrating what is being done to his own people. God said, I was the one that
2: was orchestrating I was orchestrating everything. As soon as the Israelites tried to get some crops for themselves, Robert, I would move and allow the Midianites to come in and take it and ruin it and do all I was the one. I was the one God and see this is why it's important for God to send a prophet in when tough times arise. So that the people of God can know the real reason that things are happening. It's why you need a real prophet in your life so you can know the real reason why certain things have happened in your life. It's why you reason why we need a real prophet in our marriage or in our business. So a real prophet can
0: come in and tell us what's going on. Good or bad. And see, that's the thing about prophecy.
2: Prophecy is going to be in two dimensions. And three rounds. I pray you write this down because I see some of you pastors preaching this. Two dimensions and three rounds. Prophecy is either going to be good or bad. One of those two dimensions. What's getting ready to happen to you is going to be good or bad. And I don't think that somebody's a false prophet just because they always telling something bad that's going to happen. Some bad stuff is going to happen to us. That's the reality. Jesus prophesied some bad stuff that was going to happen. You know, the disciple and and many of his disciples didn't want to believe or didn't want to hear when he prophesied some bad things that were going to happen. But nevertheless, it happened. But and in
0: three realms, prophecy will either be past, present, or future. There
2: are some prophets that God will send your way. They can tell you just what happened to you when you was a little boy, little girl. I remember God had sent me once a former student of mine that was moving very heavy and the prophetic. I mean, she was telling me all kinds of things. I took off and literally ran from her. Her husband was just laughing. Coach B, Coach B, I was running. I was resilient. And then I'd come on back and she'd start prophesying again. She prophesied. My, I had been teaching at the school that I had been working at for the last 15 years. She prophesied that the Lord said that my the last year I spent there. She said the Lord prophet has, has, has said that this is your last year at this school. In my mind, I was like, "Come on, girl, what's wrong with you? I'm Coach B. I'm gonna be around here. I'm a I'm a fixture. I'm a well. Sure enough, it was my last year. She prophesied to me that I was I was planning to go to China back in 1999. I owed about two thousand dollars on my trip to go to China. She prophesied that the Lord said I would go to China from for free. She said you're going to China for free, and God says now free China. I didn't even try to raise any more money. People were calling me on the phone. Uh, Pastor Brian, Mr. Brian, you owe. I was like, I just don't have it, I just don't have it, and jumped on a plane in Greensboro, North Carolina, flew into Detroit, Michigan, did not spend any money, jumped on another plane from Detroit, Michigan, flew 19 hours into Beijing, China, did not spend any money, in keeping with the word of the prophetess. I want to encourage you, children of God. There's some false prophets out there running around, but God's got some true prophets out there that can tell you just what is going on. They can communicate to you and me just the heart and the mind of God. Look at look at look at the Bible it says in verse seven, when the Israelites cried out to the Lord because of Midian. Now, Israelites, their problem that they were having right then was Midian. These Midianites, these Eastern peoples, they were giving the Israelites all kinds of problems. They cried out to the Lord because of Midian, but God didn't send them a deliverer first. He sent them a prophet first. I want to let you to know, my brother or my sister, You know, you don't need a job first, you need a profit first. You ladies out there that's unmarried, you men out there that that can't find a you don't need a, a husband or a wife first, you need a profit first. You need a profit first to let you know what is going on so that you won't make further mistakes. You say, Apostle, why did... Why did God, they needed a deliverer. They need somebody to deliver them out of the hand of Midian. Yes, after the prophet. We need a prophet first. Before you start your ministry out there, my brother, you need a prophet. Or a speaker for and from God. A prophet is a speaker from and for God. We be needing a prophet. I mean, y'all out there trying to figure out how to do this, how to do that, how to go about this, how to go about that. Need a prophet. Tell you what thus saith the Lord. The Bible says the Israelites cried out because Midian. The Lord sent them a prophet. God said, I'm not going to send you a deliverer first. I'm going to send you a prophet first. Who said, This is what the Lord God of Israel says. In other words, let, let, let me tell you what God has to say about this situation. My brother and my sister, listen, listen, listen very well. You need to know, and I need to know what God says about the situation. Whatever the situation is, our ministries, our marriage, our finances,
0: you know, our friends,
2: some of you all under the sound of my voice, trying to run from past. Trying to run from past. Pastor come around. Oh boy, come past you. don't even understand. You're running from your own blessing. You run into curses. Trying to run away from the people of God. You are running to the people of Satan and you running you running away from the blessings of God. Trying to run away from the people of God trying to run away. I, you know, when I was a, a young man, before I was saved, I, and I've shared this with you all a number of times, I tried to stay as far away from my grandfather, who was a very strong prophet, tried to stay as far away from him as I possibly could, because it was like he knew everything I was into. Well, you know, now, of course, I understand. It was because it was a prophet, and the Spirit of the Lord was revealing to him What this crazy grandson was doing. But what I didn't realize at that stage in my life was that trying and running away from him, I was running away from the blessings of God. Listen to me. Listen to me, children of God, under the sound of my voice. You don't need to be trying to run away from the people of God. Trying to run away from the things of God. Trying to run away from the
0: the revelation and the insight, you need to be trying to run to it. You need to be trying to
2: run to it because in God is where our blessings are, in God is where our our every our good and perfect gifts are, in God is where our understanding is. In God, in God, no, no, we don't want to run away from the things of God, because we're running from our own
0: blessing. We want to run to it. But the Lord is flashing in my spirit now, saints. And this is uh this is a,
2: uh, aspect of the fallen human condition. Before Adam sinned in the garden, he was fellowshipping with God. He, he was enjoying the presence of God, enjoying being with God. But once he sinned and he heard the sound of God in the cool of the day, he tried to run away and hide himself. You say, Apostle, what are you, what are you trying to let us know? That trying to run away from the God or trying to run away. First of all, you can't run from God because He's everywhere, all at the same time. Even people in hell who thought that they were going, they were going getting away from God during life, and, and that they'd be away from God in hell. Anyway, God is everywhere. God is in hell too. First of all, you can't run away from God. That's crazy. God said, "Robert, that's crazy." In and of itself, I'm everywhere, saith the Lord. God says, everywhere, all at the same time, Robert. God said, Robert, I'm right here with you, and I'm also in the far reaches of the galaxy. I'm there. God said, Robert, I'm in the depths of the sea. God says, I'm out on the stars, all at the same time, children of God. What a mighty God we serve. So we can't run away from him. Anyway, so even trying to run away from God is a foolish and futile endeavor. We can't run from God. So when the scripture talks about Adam hid him, we can't hide. God said, you can't hide from me. It's not so much that Adam hid from God in the garden. It's that he was trying to hide from God. He didn't, I, God said, I know exactly where it was, Robert.
1: God said, I
2: know. I, I, and I never
0: ask a question, saith the Lord, mm, that I don't know the answer to. God asked
2: Adam, you know, where are you? God said, I, God said, I, I was asking a question, Robert, but I knew exactly where it was, trying to hide from me. So I want to encourage you, my brother and my sister, let's not try to hide from God. Let's not try to run from God. Let's rather try to run to him. When What Adam did after he sinned was just the opposite of what we need to do when we sin. Adam tried to hide from God. Adam tried to run from God. Adam tried to escape from God. I challenge you, my brother and my sister, I encourage you, don't try to run from God when you sin. Run to God when you sin. My thing is I try to run to God. I'm like, Lord, I don't sin. I, I don't sin. Lord, I don't lust it. Lord, I don't thought evil. I was angry with you, Lord. I was, to Run to him and confess. God says I desire truth. Come on, somebody. Talk to me in here. From your inward parts. God says I want no truth out of you. I Because I, I know it. It's not always pretty. It's not going to always be nice. But God said, I want to know the truth out of you. If you're angry with me, God says, say it. If you don't like what I've done, God says, say it. God said, give me truth. Give me truth. That's what I desire from your inward
0: parts. I want to know the truth. What's going on inside you? Praise the living God, why has all this happened, Gideon wanted to know,
2: and this is why God will send you and I a prophet, so we can understand what we're going through, so we can understand what what is happening in our church, what is happening in our in our finances, so we can understand what is happening to our in our bodies. We need not understand. When I, when I first had this stroke, you know,
0: my first question was, "Lord, did you do this to me?" Lord said, no, Robert, but I allowed Satan to do it to you. I was like, "Okay, all right,
2: all right." I, I, you know, it hasn't always been easy trying to work through it. I'm seeing God uh, healing, you know, and sometimes I get a little frustrated, but as long as it's not you, Lord, I can deal with it a little, little better. You know, The first thing we need to know when we start going through something, is it, Lord, is it you or is it Satan? Because here's the thing, my brother and my sister, sometimes we're blaming God for stuff that Satan is doing. and Sometimes we're blaming Satan for stuff. We're blaming God for stuff that Satan is doing, and we're blaming Satan for stuff that God is doing. Need to know who is doing this
0: who who's who's behind this
2: you know, um well, God is
0: flashing in my spirit now. he's job job did not have the luxury as we
2: do of knowing the conversation that was taking place between God and Satan. we got. We get to read that in scripture. Job didn't have any scripture to read. Only thing he knew was life was real good, real sweet. Now, all of a sudden, it was real, real terrible. And the scripture talks about how Satan and God were communing back and forth or talking back and forth. But when Job's children died, Job claimed that, you know, naked I come from the Lord and naked I will depart. You know, the Lord has given and the Lord has taken away. That's what Job thought. But what he didn't know was that the Lord hadn't taken anything away from him. But he thought, you know, the Lord gave, the Lord taken away. But he but he thought wrong. And that's why it's important to know who is behind what's happening. In our country right now, who is behind what's happening in our church, in our ministry? Because either God did it or God allowed it.
0: Now, everything that God allows, God doesn't do. Everything that happens in creation, either God did it or God allowed it.
2: Because if God, if God want to put a stop to something or want something to stop, God got the power. He can stop anything. He can stop anything. He can stop anybody. So anything that happens, that's why we talk about the, the perfect will of God. This is the stuff that God does or the stuff that God wants done. And we talk about the permissive will of God. This is the stuff that God allows. We don't want to operate in the permissive will of God only. We want to operate in the perfect will of God. No, we don't just want, you know, because if you want to, you can kill yourself. You know, God, that's permissive will of God. God will allow us to kill ourselves if we want to jump off a bridge or but the perfect will of God is what God wants us to do. What God wants us to say, where God wants us to go. I encourage you, my brother and my sister, let that be your goal, your aim in life, in ministry, to operate and to walk in the perfect will of God. All right. All right. Let's see what we have. So
0: we have in here in the midst of this, that nation was going through. But it was time for the nation to come out. God sent a prophet to explain what was really
2: going on. And look at 12. We're going to kick off from verse 12 here because Lord has that in my spirit now. Our time is just about up. So God sends an angel, a prophet, someone to speak on his behalf, even though it happened to be an angel. The Bible says in verse 12, when the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon. Now, now watch this now, because Gideon was threshing wheat in a wine press to keep it from the Midianites. In other words, he was scared the Midianites were going to get his wheat. So he was hiding down in a wine press, threshing the wheat. Normally threshing wheat is something that is done out in the open. Gideon was hiding, scared. But the Lord come in on the scene or speak through his angel and say, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. You say, now, Apostle, What is the significance there? And why would the Lord, why would the angel say mighty warrior and here he is hiding and afraid? Well, the reason is this, children of God, that God knows us
0: better than we know us. God knows you better than you know you.
2: You might think that you can't speak very well, but yet God, like he did Moses, want to send you to speak before the
0: highest ruler in the land. You might think like Gideon, that you can't
2: do certain things in the open, or you don't have the ability, and God is looking at you saying, mighty warrior. So I want to encourage you, child of God. And God says, tell my people this for me, Robert, that they are not who they think they are. Oh, my God. Let me let me say it again. God says you are not who you say you are or who you think you are, but rather we are who God says we are. Now, now, here's the challenge now. Watch, watch this now. Watch this. So we're not who we think we are. We are who God says we are. All right, now, here's here's, here's where it gets dicey. All right, hold on, children of God. This is another reason why we need a prophet in our life. Because until we have a prophet or we have somebody that's speaking for God in our life, we will be looking at ourselves and believing about ourselves who we think we are or who we feel we are, or who somebody told us we are. But when God's prophet comes in and speaks over our life, we begin to understand and to believe that we are who God says we are. Okay. All right, let me deal with this for a little while. I've shared with you all, I think, a number of times about my spiritual mother who was actually the physical mother of a friend of mine. I had just gotten saved, miraculously. I had been saved about four months, and I went by to see, actually, the friend of mine. But his mother was home. She was a great prophetess. I call I call her my spiritual mother. She took one look at me, I'd been saved four months now, just about four months. She looked up in heaven. She looked back at me and said, "Uh huh." say you're gonna be a preacher. Look back to heaven. Oh, okay, okay. She says, "She said you going all over the world, preaching God's word." She looked back and says, oh,
0: okay, okay." She says, "You're gonna be like a bishop,
2: a protector of God's people." Oh, okay, look back to heaven like talking to, so you're gonna be a millionaire in an
0: instant, children of God, this
2: great woman of God revealed my destiny in an instant. I mean it wasn't even a strain. it was the very things that I'm doing now, some of you all, Bishop John, I was just with you not too long ago and and and, and uh, different pastors of over. She revealed it in an instant. You say, Apostle, why is this important? It's important because, listen, child of God, God already knows our end from our beginning. God knows what everyone, everything that every one of us is going to do. We may plan a whole lot of stuff. You know, I plan to go here, plan to go there, plan to do this. But God says, I know what you're going to do.
0: Right and the wrong. The good and the bad. God says to those of you that are unmarried, I already know who you're going to marry,
2: if you're going to marry at all. Those of you that don't have any children out there under the sound of my voice, God says I already know what the names of your children are going to be, the sexes of your children, if you're going to have children. God says if you're going to have children at all, God says I already know, already know. I encourage you, my brother and my sister, let us tap into this all-seeing eye, all-knowing mind of God so he can begin to reveal to us. The Bible says God does nothing. Listen, listen, children of God. God does nothing. Surely the sovereign Lord does
0: nothing without first revealing his plan to his servants, the prophets. God said, I don't
2: do nothing. No, I don't make no moves. First, I got to reveal it to one of my prophets now. I got to tell one of my prophets what's going on. You getting ready to get a job? God said, let me tell one of my prophets. And one of our one of our brothers is supporting the ministry greatly today because God, God revealed himself right through his prophet. Brother had been trying to get a job for 14 years. Couldn't get couldn't, couldn't a job. We were talking on the phone one day, the Lord said, Tell tell brother Brad, this brother, that he's about to come into a large sum of money. You about to come into some money, God will reveal it through his prophet. You're about to have the experience of sickness or hardship or difficulty. God's gonna reveal it to one of his prophets. So this is one of the reasons why you listen, children of God, you wanna you don't want to run from the prophet. You want
0: to try to run to the prophet. God will begin to reveal more and more. You stay.
2: A lot, a lot of people don't like to be around me too long. No, no, no. Because you stay around me long, I'm going. God gonna show me some things about you. But what we should be doing is not running away from the prophet. We should be running to the prophet. All right, come on, come on, we gotta get close. Why is all this happening? Gideon wanna know what in the world is going on around here? Just like some of you all under the sound of my voice, some of you all wondering what's happening in your country, what's happening in your in your finances, what's happening in your health. We be
0: having questions. Question, Gideon wanna know why? Why is this now? Look at verse thirteen. Get in so pardon pardon me, my Lord. You
2: know, I'm here in Gideon right now. Get in like now, wait a minute. You don't come in here and talk about the Lord is with me, mighty warrior, but hold up, hold up. Gideon, so pardon me.
0: Pardon me, my Lord. If the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us?
2: And see, that is the sentiment that many of us have
0: at times in our walk with God. Lord,
2: I thought you was with me. Why am I going
0: through this divorce?
2: Lord, I thought you were with me. How come I don't have a job right now? Lord, I thought you were with me. Why am I experiencing this sickness or this illness? Oh, Lord, I thought you were with me. And what the Lord is, is placing in my spirit now to share,
0: mm, thank you, Holy Spirit, with his people, is that tragedy or hardship does not stop the Lord. From being with you. Jesus said. Lo I'll be with you. What? Always.
2: Even until the end of the age. Listen to me my brother. My sister. Just because
0: you're going through. A difficult time. A rough time. A tough time. That does not mean. God. Is not with you. In fact.
2: A lot of times that is often proof that God is with us because we are able to endure, we are able to persevere. Get in support Pardon me, my Lord,
0: if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? Where are getting said, look, where are all his wonders that our ancestors
2: told us about? In other words, where's the stuff that we used to hear about you doing and the miracles you used to work and the, and where's all of that stuff we used to hear about and what I'm hearing the angel in the spirit is getting ready to happen again. In essence, what the angel, the angel knew that it was getting ready to happen again. I want to encourage you, child of God. It's getting ready to happen again. Some wonders that you've been hearing about are about to take place in your life, in your generation, in your dispensation, in your church. Some wonders, some miracles, some what won- is about to happen again. What well, Gideon didn't even realize that the very things he had been wondering about and 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 concerned about that they were about to take place again in his life. And that God was going to use
0: him to bring about some of these
2: things. Sometimes, children of God, the very things that we are wondering about, wondering about happening and wondering about who's going to do it, and God has picked you
0: to get things started. You to uh to do some of the very things that you were wondering about, where
2: are all his wonders that our ancestors told us about? Hey God, I'm here God in the spirit I'm getting ready to show you Gideon cause I'm getting ready to show you some wonders very soon, and that's what God did started showing Gideon. Here he was wondering, and here God was getting ready to show him. Some of you all under the sound of my voice are wondering.
0: God is getting ready to do the show. Did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? But now he's abandoned us and given us into the hands of Midian. Now... And beginning to accept
2: false doctrine. That's that's something we got to guard against because this this is what happens to Gideon here. The nation of Israel was going through difficult times. What Gideon was echoing was the thought of many of his people of his day because they were going through such a difficult time. They were feeling like The Lord had abandoned them. The Lord had, you know, but that wasn't the case. God was allowing them to go through a
0: season of suffering.
2: But time was up. I want to prophesy to many of you under the sound of my voice that time is up. Time is up. It's time, and God is about to do something, and it's going to, God is, watch this, God is going to start it through you, through me. This conversation was about Gideon understanding and coming into the ministry that God had placed within him. God wants you. To understand and to understand more fully, and me to understand and to understand more fully the ministry he has placed within us. The Lord turned to him and said, Go in the strength
0: you have
2: and save Israel. Oh, hold hold up, hold up now, hold up now, oh
0: told Gideon to go and save Israel. Some of the Israelites were thinking that God was going to save Israel. Oh, God's,
2: uh-uh. You know, it'll be God's power. It'll be God's authority. But God is saying, Gideon, you do it. <laughs> In other words, children of God, a whole lot of stuff we're asking God to do. We want God to do. We, we want God to do this. We want God to do that. We're praying for God to do this one. And God is on the other on the other other end saying, uh, you do it. The Lord turned to him and said, Go in the strength you have. Go in the power you have and save Israel out of Midian's hand. Not me, uh, God's on. Uh, not me, no, 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 you and I and I see the the finger of the Lord pointing to each one of us. Because God has empowered you and empowered me to go and to do what He has told us to do. Not for Him to do it, one hmm. for God to, to save the Israelites out of out of Midian, hand, out of uh,
0: the Midian's hand. God says, "You that I've empowered, go in
2: the strength you have." Because God said, "Look, I'm the one." That's strengthening
0: you. I'm the one. That's empowering you. To, to, to perform. This act. Of ministry. Go. In the strength you have. Save. Israel. Out of Midian's hand. You have been equipped. And have been empowered. To do your part. In the gospel, I encourage you, my brother and my sister, not only to do it,
2: but to do it wholeheartedly. Whatever God has called you to do, do it wholeheartedly, as if under the law. And look at the the final three words, because some of you are wondering, you know, how am I do this? How am I do that? And the, the the Lord turned to him and said, "Am I not
0: sending you?" In other words,
2: what I'm sending you to do, saith the Lord,
0: I have empowered
2: you and I have equipped you to do it. I want you to be encouraged, child of God, that what God is sending
0: you to do and me to do, he has equipped us. He has uh, prepared us. He has configured us. Listen to me, child of God. You
2: have been configured for greatness. Now, see, you configure a computer. You program it or you set it. As children of God, we have been configured. We have been programmed for greatness.
0: Go any strength you have and do what God has told you to
2: do. Don't spend a lot of time asking why, but... Get did want to know why Why this happened. Why Why was that on? We don't have to spend a lot of time asking why. Why this is going on. Why that's going on. Quick trying to figure out why, why, why. Just do what God has told you to do and watch there be changes in your nation. Do what God has told you to do and watch there be changes in your ministry. Do what God has told you to do and watch there be changes in your marriage. Do what God has told you to
0: do and watch there be changes in your finances. We bless God, children. Get in trying to figure out why. You know, why is not as important as what needs to be done now.
2: Why is that's not as important, you know, getting getting the why answer to why your nation is in the state that it's in or why your government is in is that. Why is not not so much the issue. But what do we need to do now? What 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 that's more a more important question. More important than why things have happened is what do we need to do about them? It's crazy coming in somebody that spilt milk, and you ask them, why? Why have you spent? But What's more
0: important is how we get this milk up. What needs to be done? Other than, 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 than asking the question, why
2: things are like they are. Nah, come on, you're wasting time. What needs to be done? I encourage you, child of God, Find out what needs to be done from God and do it. God bless you, children of God. Heaven smile on you. Appreciate each one of you. We pray that you have been blessed at uh, the preaching and teaching of God's Word. Those that want to be a blessing and contribute to the ministry, feel free to go to our Talk Shoe homepage. The uh, Lord willing, we'll see you all later on. God bless you. Let us have a closing song.
1: Power, wondrous work in power in the blood of the land. There is power, power, wondrous
0: work in power
1: in the precious blood of the land.
2: Amen. Amen. God bless you, saints, and may heaven
0: smile on each one of you. Fossil Robert Bryant signing out.